Welcome, everybody. We are here to talk running back player props for the 2023 NFL season, just in time for all of the running back drama and conundrum going on in the league. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of controversy on whether running backs matter, whether they should get paid, and yada, yada, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about props that we can exploit for the 2023 season. Let's just dive in head first and get started. I had, I had one written down that I took and the line changed. So I'm, I have a little bit of hesitation giving this one out, but I did take Ramondre under 1,100 rushing yards, but it's now set at under 1,000. So I'm glad for myself that I got that under prop, but, uh, you know, I still think there's some value in under 1,000 rushing yards, and I know that he is the RB1 for the Patriots, but I don't see them – running him as much as they did last year. I think he's going to be more of an asset uh, in the in the passing game. I think they're going to kind of alleviate some of his rushing duties uh, to the next man up and then try and uh, save him for certain situations. And so uh, I know that Ramondre is a great talent. Uh, he kind of has, you know, really honed in all facets of his game and pass blocking, pass catching, and of course running the football. But I still think there's some value to be found at under 1,000 rushing yards, I think he could. He's definitely going to clear a thousand uh, total yards. You know, I think he could easily have like 700, 800 rushing yards and then 700, 800 receiving yards. Um, so it's not really me saying I think he's going to have a bad year. I think it's just uh, that rushing yards is a little lofty for how I think the Patriots are going to use them. But just be wary. You know, this line was originally set at 1,100 rushing yards. Um, you know, I hate that I didn't get it out in time, uh, at 1100 and it's now back down to a thousand, but I think that, uh, may say a little something about how, um, the, the books are perceiving Ramondre now. I think they're kind of catching on that he might be in that same role. Brendan, do you agree or disagree? Yeah. I mean, they're just listening to you, I guess. They just have to, you know, they're waiting for you to put your stuff in. And then after that, they're going to adjust it, you know? Um, but no, I mean, I don't, I don't know how they're going to use them. They overloaded him last season. And there were reports of like himself saying that, like he was, you know, overused and he was hurting a little bit. So um, in order to preserve them, I like what you're saying. I mean, unders are more likely to hit either way. So I like it. A thousand rushing yards is, a lot of rushing yards. So I don't know how many running backs get to that every year, but probably less than 10, I'd say. Right? Now, and now is league, probably. Yeah. yeah. Plus, with all the running back controversy. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'll stand on my statement that they don't matter. Okay. And then I, I had another one. It seems like I had quite a, quite a few, <clears throat> but I do want to follow that one up because I have another one that I kind of want to flag plant. And I want to take Tyler Algier over 480 rushing yards plus money on Caesars. I think this is great value for a guy who, one, will get more rushing attempts than people like to realize. I think the books are kind of conservative with Tyler Algier because of uh, Bijan you know, being drafted uh, as high as he did going to a team that is rushing aggressive like the Falcons. But again, the Falcons are an aggressive rushing team. They're going to use multiple people. Desmond Ritter is not going to use his legs like Mariota did. So, one, 
I think Algier is already going to be used more than people believe or perceive. And two, let's say Bijan goes down. Next man up is Algier. And I think he is, you know, a just as talented runner as Bijan. Now, Bijan is a more complete weapon. He's a great pass catcher out of the backfield and a great pass blocker and just an overall better athlete. But in terms of running ability, I think Tyler Algier is right there with him. 480 rushing yards is easily doable in an offense that is an aggressive, run-heavy football team. You know, I think I'm, I'm definitely taking that at plus money. I think the value is there for Tyler Algier over 480 rushing yards. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree about that because I don't think Bijan's going to get hurt. The reason is because they're going to limit his workload and get all the other guys in there to preserve him because they are such a run-heavy offense. I think they led the league in attempts and rushing yards and every rushing statistic last year. So they're going to do the same thing. They just reload it with another back. I still think CPAD is going to get um, some carries here and there. But I think he'll be lined up more as kind of like a gadget guy. But I really think Algier will be on the field a lot. And honestly, I would line him up and Bijan and see Pet all on the field at the same time. You can do a bunch of creative plays to get the ball to your playmaker. So 480 is so low compared to he was a thousand yard rusher last year, even when he wasn't the primary back because CPAT was still running. So that's crazy. That that's that's yeah. probably the easiest easiest one easiest win that we've had on here because that's so low plus money man i'm taking it i love the i love the odds brendan with some conviction give me a guy whose player prop you really like with some conviction i only have two on this side but uh (laughs) my first one which you might a lot of people might disagree with but I've got James Conner over 650 rushing yards, and the reason I have this is because he's the only guy back there. People would complain, which rightfully so, about the offensive line or the the team being bad in general, and also with James Conner getting hurt pretty much every year in his career. But I want to point out that he's been in the league for six years, and he's cleared that total four out of six times. And, like, when he was a rookie, he wasn't even, like, used very much. So, and I will point out every year, he has never played a full season, and he still reaches those marks, um, including last year where he only played 13 games and had 782 yards. So, I think that if he gets 13 games out of 17, that he still clears it. Okay. So, yeah. unless it's a season-ending injury, I still think he's a good back. Like, he played for my Steelers, which is great. Uh, he overcome, He overcame cancer. Like, come on. Anyone who overcomes cancer can rush for 650 yards in the in the NFL. Yeah, true. Um, but I'm pretty confident about that. Uh, he's 28, so age model. He's not so old that he can't do this. So he's got a little bit of life left in him. So I'm hitting this pretty hard. Um, yeah. The 650 over. Okay, I like it. And you know they're going to have to really rely on him heavy the first couple weeks, you know, without Kyler. I don't know how long Kyler's going to be out at the beginning of the season, but they're going to need somebody in that offense to step up. With DeAndre Hopkins gone, you know, you know, Colt McCoy or somebody maybe throwing it to Marquise Brown, but, you know, James Conner is really going to have to be the guy to step up in those first few weeks and be kind of the, the leader of this team. And it may not be efficient. It may not be pretty, but volume is king. And so they they're gonna have to pound like feed him the rock 
and pound them over and over and over. And so, you know, there's a good chance that he has, you know, a couple hundred yard games off the rip this season. So, yeah, I see where your head's at. I mean, 650 is a low number for a guy who's, you know, with a clear cut RB1. Um, and I think this is really just kind of a more so on the the fact that the Cardinals are just going to be a really, really, really bad offense. But, again, yeah. volume is key. No, it's, it's a bet on volume pick. Um, and he's not super efficient, but he's definitely not inefficient. And I know he doesn't have a good offensive line. However, I still think he's going to get there on volume alone. Yeah. And that's how you do it. That's how you do it. So, all right. Next one. I have Derrick Henry under uh, 1,225 rushing yards on Caesars. If you can find a better prop, uh, do it. Um, this one seems to be really volatile, I've found. So there's a good chance that there's either a number that's higher or lower. Uh, but, and, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, people bet against him last year because of the age model and stuff. He is getting older. And not a lot of people believe me, but I have, you know, I bet on Derrick Henry over 1,300 rushing yards last year. So I'm not that guy that's going to say every year he's old, he's old, he's old, and then just try and get lucky one year. I think that this is the year where they start wearing him down. They start scaling back his usage a little bit and and using him in certain situations. I don't think they're going to, you know, lean on him as much as, as much as they have in the past. I think they're going to kind of open up the passing game a little bit and try and alleviate some of the pressure off Derrick Henry to literally do everything for that offense. Under 1,200 rushing yards, I think that, you know, he's going to ha- he's going to have big games. Absolutely. You know, King Henry's going to eat. But uh, I, I don't think – I don't see him uh, clearing 1,200 rushing yards. I'm taking the over – I mean the under. Excuse me. It's a safe bet. Um, and, you know, again, I'm not that guy who's, you know – trying to get lucky he's saying every year he's getting old he's getting old i did take the over last year but this year i'm taking the under just because i'm not confident in his ability to finish a season or i'm not confident in the fact that the titans are going to feed him and give him as much volume as they have in the past i don't super strongly disagree i wouldn't have touched it just because you never know but I mean, they're going for the ship this year. They got the number one seed a couple of years ago with a team that wasn't worth anything and still isn't, but they have Diop now. And, I mean, they're not. I heard that, you know, they got the two young quarterbacks that we're going to try to transition to, but that Tannehill's looking good and they're going to rock with them to win now. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just weary about it. Know, I get that. I think that. The argument can be made, and there's really nobody behind Derrick Henry who they would want to play over him. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna err on the side of caution with with him, just because it's hard for a 30 year old running back to to have such a high volume season. You know? Yeah. No, it is. Uh, and I think he's 29, by the way. Yeah. You know? What? Uh, almost 30. Excuse me. I'm just yeah. rounding up by half a year. <laughs> no, but I mean, that's a good point. And like, and, and truthfully, <clears throat> I had this pick down, you know, right before the, the DeAndre Hopkins trade. So my, my perception of the Titans offense was, you know, rebuild. Truthfully, they had the rookie quarterbacks. 
or a rookie quarterback and Malik Willis, you know, battling in camp for that roster spot. But now it's shaping up to be like the Titans are going to give this one more go. So I see, I see your your counter argument to the Derrick Henry under. Um, and you know, from my from my point of view, just a week ago, it was you know they might be a rookie quarterback, there might be some tanking for for somebody or something, but. You know, I can't I can't defend against that, but again, this I'm airing on the side of caution. I'm just gonna roll with it. That's what I had down, it's what I've taken. So gotta ride with, with it. Gotta wear it on my sleeve. <clears throat> uh, all right, I, I see I see a guy that's you've you peppered this document with. Give me the next prop. Yeah, so this is one that I recently added and once I looked at his all the seasons he's been in the NFL is that's uh, like it's kind of, eh, but I still like it because Cream Hunt's no longer there for the Browns. I think the Browns are going to be very good. There's going to be he'll get all the goal line work, and there will be a lot of goal line work. I have Nicholas Chubb over eight and a half touchdowns, rushing touchdowns this year. And interesting, I thought that he had scored more in most of his seasons. He's never scored less than eight, but three seasons of eight, two of twelve. So I think it's a pretty good line honestly, for the books to put on there. But um, going on the Browns looking up and that he's going to – he's the I swear he's the most efficient running back in the whole league. He's never averaged less than five yards a carry in any of his seasons um, or yards per carry. So yeah, dude. he's so good, and he's a bulldog down by the line. So literally, how you see what I did there? Georgia? Oh, yeah, I think he's Yeah. Yeah, but um, but no, I'm I'm in on the Browns this year. I'm in on Nick Chubb this year. I like it. I uh, counter you know, it. Nick Chubb. I'll go to I go to I'll go to war with anybody, and I'm gonna agree with this. I mean, I think Nick Chubb is the best pure runner in the NFL, and I, you know, people would say like Derrick Henry or somebody. I you know, there's no better running back, you know, in terms of rushing than Nick Chubb. And I, his efficiency has proven that. His, you know, all the all of his other stats prove that. And he got an upgraded offensive line. He got an upgrade at the quarterback position. He's comfortable in this offense. Defense is going to be really well. And so it's kind of like this perfect situation where he gets a, you know, upgraded offense and weapons around him, will, which will only elevate himself. You know, they're going to rely on him in the rushing game. Um, it's going to open up the box a little bit, and I think we're going to see plenty of opportunity in the red zone for Nick Chubb to just capitalize. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm being on the Browns alone. So you'll you'll see that in some of the videos and shorts that we have on our page. Uh, big fan of the Browns, and I think they're going to exceed expectations. So it's only right to assume Nick Chubb also uh, clears those expectations as well. To the next level. Thank you. All right, man. I have one on here that I really like too. <clears throat> James Cook, 600 yards. I'm taking over. That can be found on Caesars. I think James Cook is going to be a key component of this Bills offense this year, especially with De- uh, Devin Singletary gone. The only guy that's going to be there to steal touches is Damian Harris, but I think he's going to be more of a grinder, especially within the red zone. I think James Cook is clearly the more explosive guy. They're going to try and get him in space uh, and utilize him. Um, you know, early on, maybe as a third down back too, 
But 600 rushing yards in this Bills offense, I know that, again, Damian Harris is there, and I know Josh Allen absorbs a lot of the rushing uh, rushing yardage as well. But there's going to be times where they need somebody to kind of grind out some, some rushing yards or they need – uh, to open up the running game a little bit, or they need to protect Josh Allen. You know, Josh Allen shouldn't be running the ball uh, in every other play. So I think 600 yards is doable. He did it last year, and I th- I've seen no reason why he should not do it this year as the Bills RB1. You know, I think this is kind of a weird line for me. I don't know what they're – I guess they're uh, overvaluing Damian Harris and what the role that he's going to play, but I think he's just going to be – you know, more of a early down grinder in the red zone guy, um, maybe some short yarded situations, but I think James Cook is clearly more explosive and they're going to want to feed him way more than they're going to want to feed Damian Harris. So 600 yards over, that's on Caesars. Uh, pretty straightforward for me. I'm glad I sniped it where I got it. Brendan, do you agree, disagree? What were you feeling about yeah. that? Yeah, I'll add some stat lines from a, it's a small sample size because he's only been in the league for a year. But last year, he only had 91 carries at 5.77 yards per carry, which is crazy, almost six yards a carry. And he had 525 yards, which almost clears that 600 mark. And, I mean, he's probably going to get 140 to 150 carries. So with that alone, if he keeps up the efficiency, which I think he will, because the Bills are more, have a higher pass rate over expectation, so – they're not loading the box that much, especially in the shotgun. So if they hand it off to him like that, and he's efficient, I think he gets there pretty easily. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that was pretty straightforward. I got one last one in terms of individual player props that I want to go over. This one's going to catch a lot of heat. Jonathan Taylor, eight and a half touchdowns. Give me the under. A plus money on DraftKings. And I know that, you know, he is a, a top three talent at the running back position in the league. I get that. But you got to hear me out. This team, they just drafted a new quarterback, Anthony Richardson. They're going to be, there's going to be some development going on. And I think the Colts are going to use Anthony Richardson around the goal line the same way that the Eagles use Jalen Hurts. In fact, Anthony Richardson has a better body for that as well. He's, you know, uh, perfect in goal-to-goal situations. So not only is Anthony Richardson going to absorb some of those uh, touches in the red zone from Jonathan Taylor, but I just don't see Jonathan Taylor having the ability to, you know, have as many rushing touchdowns as he had in the past. So, you know, this is going to be a developing offense. It's going to take some time to get comfortable. There's going to be some growing pains. And the offensive line – it's okay, but it's not as good as it has been. You know, typically it's an elite offensive line, top five, but they've lost some guys. So I can't be confident in Jonathan Taylor's ability to go out there and score double digit touchdowns again. I'm going to err on the side of caution with him. Give me the under at plus money on DraftKings. I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan of it. Yeah, I, I love this pick. I think early in the season they're going to let um, Anthony Richardson use his legs a little bit more also. It's going to take a while for him to get used to everything in the NFL. I don't think the Colts are going to be very good, so that alone will limit goal line touches. But, yeah, I agree. Shane Steichen's their head coach, right? Harrison? Correct. Yeah, and he was the Eagles offensive coordinator, if I'm not mistaken, last year. 
So what you were saying about the Jalen Hurts, it's it's perfect. It sets up for him to take those QB sneaks from five yards out three times until they score. So um, I really like it. I think it'll take a lot of the goal line carries away from Jonathan Taylor. And I just don't think that they're going to be really great. So I love this pick. I thought it was really, really sharp of you. All right. Sorry, we got some technical difficulty from Brendan, but I'm going to move on to the league leaders category. Uh, this is guys that we think they can lead the league in either rushing yards, like total rushing yards of the entire league, or rushing touchdowns in the entire league. So uh, there's some value to be had here. Obviously, we don't like taking the chalk. I mean, we know certain guys are more likely than not, like Nick Chubb, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, uh, those big name guys, Barkley. You know, obvious those guys. Obviously, those guys are the favorites. But who can we find a value? Who has a better chance of leading these categories at better odds? So uh, let's let's kick it off with rushing touchdowns. Um, for me, my first one is Alexander Madison, twenty-five to one. Um, I think he, you know, <clears throat> the reason I did this is I look at the odds that Dalvin Cook would have gotten last year. And Dalvin Cook would have been like a, a 10 to 15 to one guy. And I think that, you know, Madison should be 15 to 20 to one. But with his 25 to one odds, I think he's a good value because he is an RB1. You know, the, the next man up behind him is a sixth, seventh round pick, I believe, uh, in Ty Chandler. And so Alexander Madison will have every opportunity uh, in this offense to, to be the lead guy. Uh, he'll get he'll absorb most of the touches and they'll really have to lean on him in the running game. So uh, 25 to 1, I think it's a little bit mispriced. Um, so that's why, I, that's why I have him down as one of my two guys. Now let's see if Brendan is back with us. BJ, do hey, you want to lead the league in rushing touchdowns? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Um, yep. All right. So for my first one, I have – David Montgomery at plus 2,500 um, to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. And I know Harrison's going to gonna hit me with it, with a disagree on this one because you just can't – you can't match that amount of goal line carries that Jamal Williams had last year um, when he was on the Lions. So David Montgomery's with the Lions. I'm a. I've always liked David Montgomery. He was at a bad situation with the Bears, but I think with the Lions' offensive line, I think he's actually going to be pretty good this year. And I also think that he will get those goal line carries. So even if he comes close to efficiency, like let's say he gets, I don't know, fourteen, which is still pretty high. But I'm just I'm betting on the Lions, and I bet on David Montgomery to punch it in there when they'll need him to. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, for me personally, I think it's hard to replicate what uh, Jamal Williams did last year. But in a league where, um, in a league where talent, or excuse me, in a league where uh, volume is dispersed in the running back position, you know, you hardly ever see like a true RB one uh, guy split carries at the goal line or uh, teams to have like a goal line specialist or guys are using quarterbacks more around. Uh, the red zone, like Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and so forth. Um, anything is possible. And so, you know, I, I see where you're coming from. Uh, for me, it's like I kind of just 
I don't know. I thought Jamal Williams was a little fluky, but it's possible. Yeah. It happened once. You know, what can, what can stop it from happening again? I, I can see that. But yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Good, good draw, good pickup. You made one, it. <laughs> I won't be taking it. That's all I'll say. Damian Pierce. I have him at uh, 50 to 1 for the most rushing touchdowns and 30 to 1 for the most rushing yards. The only caveat to this is Devin Singletary is the backup. But I think Damian Pierce being the young guy on this team, um, I think the Texans want to utilize him um, more in this offense. I think they are going to definitely utilize him in the red zone uh, and goal-to-goal situations. I think he's an angry runner. He's a good runner. Not, I mean, that doesn't even say that. He's a great runner. Um, we saw some amazing runs from him last year, and that was in a, you know, a really, really bad offense. So – uh, with C.J. Stroud, they're opening this up a little bit. And with play calling, you know, it has to get better than last year. It was so bad last year that the only way to go is up. So with better play calling, better better coaching, and better talent around him, I think this opens up his game and will elevate him to the next level. And I think for an RB1, a young guy who will be used more often than not, 50-1 to 1 for the most rushing touchdowns, who – he, you know, he will definitely be their goal-to-go guy. That's underpriced. And 31 for most rushing yards. You know, I can see the the counter-argument with Devin Singletary there in the backfield. But, you know, it's just for an RB1, it's kind of hard to, like, say no to those odds. That's that's all I'll say. I'm more high – I'm higher on the longer odds at 50-1 to 1 for the most rushing touchdowns. Uh, that's the one that I would um, circle more so than the rushing yards. But, you know, Damian Pierce – I expect a strong season out of him. Yeah, he should get the goal line carries for sure. With and um, I think that Singletary will play a role. So I'm a little bit iffy on the rush yards, but I like the long odds on the touchdowns one personally. All right, Bridget, you got one last one. Let me hear it. Yeah, I'm still riding the Chubb train at nine to one to I'm sorry, eight and a half to one to lead the league in rushing touchdowns. For what everything I said earlier. I just think he's gonna have a really good season with that offense and he's gonna get a lot of touches around the goal line, so I'm here for it. That's all. Awesome. Well that's easy enough. Yeah, we've heard all we need to heard. No objection here. Brendan, appreciate you being here today. Had fun talking running back props. We'll be back here next week to dive into some regular season breakdown. It's almost time. Guys, it's almost time. Next week. Bye.